So, good Easter morning to you all. I've, uh, I've obviously never done a communion meditation quite like this before, but I'm out here talking with you from our farm. And, uh, you know, it's been part of our family since 1823, almost 200 years, and I just absolutely love it out here. There's really no place that I would rather live or, or spend my quarantine days at, I guess you might say. Um, and I especially love this time of the year on the farm out here. Um, or just something about spring, isn't there? Um, after a long, dreary, cold winter, things are really starting to come alive. The grass is greening up, the, the trees are budding and blossoming, uh, the flowers are blooming, the hay, the hay field's growing, and the birds are singing. Um, the beauty that, that is God's creation is coming back to life. And uh, I'm reminded of a passage that Solomon wrote in the Song of Songs. Um, you know, and this is kind of a this book's kind of a love story between a bridegroom and his bride, but it's also it's also a picture of the love story uh, between God and His church. So, in other words, the love story between God and us. You know, Solomon wrote chapter two, verses eleven through thirteen. Song of Songs, two eleven through thirteen. That's a little windy out here. See, the winter is past. The rains are over and gone. Flowers appear on the earth. The season of singing has come. The cooing of doves is heard in our land. The fig tree forms its early fruit. The blossoming vines spread their fragrance. Fragrance, Arise, come my darling, my beautiful one. Come with me. You know, it's, it's springtime and the beautiful things are coming to life. And how appropriate to, to think about spring and, and God's creation coming back to life right here on Easter morning. You uh, you want to talk about the most exciting, glorious coming back to life ever? Jesus Christ was, was raised from that tomb on the third day. He was raised to eternal life, and He waits in heaven at God's right hand for us to join Him one day. And that's truly something worth rejoicing about. You know, uh, oftentimes during communion, we focus on the death of Jesus. And, and absolutely, this time to remember that Jesus was a man without sin, but, but he became sin for all of us. He was crucified and, and suffered a brutal, painful death to deliver us from our transgressions, right? And, and I don't want you to forget that every one of us are sinners. We have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, each and every one of us that's, that's listening to this today. But Christ was led away, he was mocked, he was spat upon, beaten over and over, nailed to the cross, died, and buried in the tomb. And all of that suffering just to save us. We should be humbled to think about that great sacrifice that he made for us. But, but what we're celebrating today, and I do mean celebrating, is the fact that the story does not end with Jesus' crucifixion. I want us to look at Luke chapter 24, the first eight verses. Luke 24, the first eight verses. It says, On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the women took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb. But when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. In their fright, the women bowed down with their faces to the ground. But the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here. He has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still with you in Galilee 
the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men, be crucified, and on the third day be raised again. And they remembered his words. That's death, death could not contain the Son of God. Just as was promised, he was raised back to life. And eternal life, the same eternal life that each and every one of us are promised. A life free of pain, free of sickness, free of this coronavirus, free of, of suffering, and free of death. We're promised a wonderful, joy-filled, never-ending eternal life in heaven in the presence of God. And how awesome is that? That's worth celebrating. I think Peter says it best in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 3 and 4. Peter says, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In His great mercy He has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil, or fade, kept in heaven for you. That's awesome and that's worth rejoicing this Easter morning. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we come to you this morning and we, we thank you for the great sacrifice of your Son, the fact that he was crucified on the cross, that he was a man without sin, but that he became sin and he nailed all of our sins on the cross with him, Father. It's because of that sacrifice that we are saved from our own transgressions and and uh, you know we, we mess up on a daily basis and, and Father we are just so thankful. Uh, that you have provided us a way uh, to deliver us from that. But Father, especially this morning, uh, we celebrate and we rejoice and we thank you for the fact that Jesus Christ was raised from death. The tomb could not contain him. The death could not keep him down, Father. You raised him to, to eternal life and he's waiting there in heaven, waiting for us. We are promised that same eternal life, Father. This morning as we partake of this communion, as we uh, partake of the bread and, and this fruit of the vine, Father, that, that represents the body and the blood, we just we just can't thank you enough and, and ask that, uh, that you are with us and help us to partake of this in a manner that's pleasing in your sight. And Father, just always help us to remember the sacrifice, but the promise that we have waiting for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.